When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. This summer, when the sun's down, turn up the fun at Cedar Point Nights. The ultimate after-dark beach party is every night from July 29th through August 21st. Dance with throwback DJ sets, challenge your friends with beach games, or just take it easy at fire pits lining Cedar Point's legendary mile-long beach. Then enjoy the new Lake Erie Luau, a food experience like no other. For a limited time, get park admission, luau tastings, and parking for just $69.99. Only at cedarpoint.com. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I am your host, Larry Lease. And on today's episode, we're talking the war on comedians with our special guest, Brian Fernandez, a journalist from Tampa, Florida. And before we dive into our topic, we'd like to thank 
Audible for sponsoring this episode. Audible is a subscription service that allows you to buy audiobooks that you can listen to on your phone. Audible allows you to choose from a gigantic array of audiobooks narrated by amazing narrators that you can listen to from anywhere. Right now I'm listening to The Dead Zone by Stephen King, narrated by Oscar-winning actor James Franco. It's the chilling story of a high school teacher who falls into a coma and wakes up with psychic abilities. In all seriousness, audiobooks are great for when you're alone and maybe want to stop with YouTube. So let me ask you, do you want a free audiobook from Audible? Well then go to audibletrial.com slash Larry21 today. Alright, well we can talk about um, comedians getting shit smacked out of them. Oh, because it, it seems like an assault on comedians is like a huge thing these days. So, I mean, just like millions of other people, I'm sure you saw Will Smith and um, Chris Rock and yeah. uh, the Emmys, without, not the Emmys, but the um, Academy Awards. Yeah. And, um, the you know, 10 year suspension. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith's 10 year suspension, which pretty much just a slap on the wrist for the most part but um yeah him just um casually walking up on a stage just nonchalantly and then smacking chris rock <laughs> in front of millions of people and then walk, turning around and casually walking back to his seat and so when that occurred my my initial takeaway from that was okay, this is being staged, you know, this is not a big deal, something humorous for people just to laugh at, just help push the show forward. But then Will sits down, and then he just starts shouting and cussing out Chris from his seat. See, I still don't know if that's staged or not. Like yeah, I, fishy. I, I mean, at that point, I'm thinking to myself, no, this, this is not staged. Then I'm like... Are they friends, though? Uh, I mean, I know they've been cool with each other for a number of years. And, I mean, you would think that the two of them would have crossed paths um, in all of their years in um, show business. So I, I have no doubt that they know each other and that they've been on good terms. Um, and then the thing is, is that Will initially laughed at the joke yeah, and of course, he laughed, and then his wife was laughing too when they showed all the camera angles. Oh, did she? Yeah, she laughed, saw... and that, right before Will started going off his, on his thing, because I saw when she she briefly just rolled her eyes, yeah. like she didn't really care much for the joke. And of course, the joke is about Jada having a shaved head, and. Um, Chris was making reference to um, G.I. Jane, a film that came out back in the 90s. That's a little outdated. So yeah. a lot of younger folks probably would not be familiar with that. They probably would have to Google that one up. But um, he's basically saying, you know, Jade, I love you. Let me know when um, G.I. Jane 2 comes out or something to that effect. Yeah. And so, to me, it's a mild joke. No, nothing harmless about it. Um, but then, later on, 
the public comes to find out that she's suffering from this hair condition called alopecia. And I never knew that it was something that existed, yeah. you know. So apparently it's uh, it's a stage of balding that both men and women can go through. Um, but yeah, so that came out after the fact. And it made me just kind of nod my head like, okay, okay. So, you know, for all we know, she's probably spent countless nights just crying over this thing because she's losing her hair um, by no fault of her own she has nothing to do with it something that's completely out of her control and you know Will's probably had to be there to help her through those rough times so I'm thinking that you know at the Academy Awards you know he's initially laughing at the joke he thinks it's funny I think he he realizes that it's a mild joke. It was harmless. It wasn't intended for any for it to be anything offensive. Then he quickly glances at Jada. She's rolling her eyes. She clearly is uncomfortable with the joke. And now he has to kind of switch gears and just go into defensive mode. Um, so yeah. So there's that, and Chris Rock was already set to do a number of shows after that, and his tickets, the sale of his tickets skyrocketed. So it's like this moment of what I would think was just utter humiliation for him um, was, I guess, a blessing in disguise, so to speak, if you want to call it that. So, yeah, you know, it became a whole controversy where people were, were asking, is this going to be the new norm for comedians, you know? Can they be performing at either a big venue or a small venue and then just have people physically assault them? I mean, it's one thing to be heckled. I mean, many comedians have been heckled on stage. And um, that's kind of like the rite of passage for a lot of comedians but to be physically assaulted on stage in front of everybody else um, I would think that only a few comedians would say that they've actually experienced something like that and then come maybe two weeks ago you know you have Dave Chappelle performing on stage I, I don't know how large of a crowd he was performing for, but it was a good sized crowd. It was a good sized crowd. Yeah. yeah. So he's performing, and all of a sudden, this guy just runs up on stage and tackles him. And it seems like he's holding his balance quite well. You know, he kind of the guy kind of pulls him downward, but Chris, I'm not Chris, but Dave seems to have his balance on point. Um. But yeah, so that came out. Um, people were able to kind of pull this guy away off of Dave and um, just became a whole other thing again about are comedians safe? Are they able to express their First Amendment right, which is freedom of speech, you know? 
are they allowed to say what they'd like to say, whether they think it's harmless or if their intent is for it to be something offensive. Um, and you know, depending on the comedians you ask, they'll probably care and they'll say that nothing they say is malicious or is, is ill-willed or there's no bad intent behind any of it. And then you have others who are just very brazen about it and will say, I just don't care, you know, I, I'm going to say how I feel, I don't care if other people get offended, you know, my jokes are something that are subjective and if you can't handle my material, you know, then you can either walk off and leave the premises or you can just turn the TV off or what have you, you know, but no one is forcing you to watch or listen to a performance yeah. take place. Um, so yeah, I, I think that just comes around to are you able to express your First Amendment right without being insulted. Even if you're in, in the entertainment industry, let's, let's say you. Yeah, I found it interesting when uh, Chappelle did his thing. They got all the trans community went after him, but then Netflix is like, hey, he was on the right. If you don't want him, unsubscribe from us. Oh, yeah. And then um, that was a big decision that Netflix had to make. And um, it could have been an easy one for them as well, yeah. you know, because... Dave has been unequivocally open about, you know, his jokes towards the trans community, how he feels about it. Um, he basically didn't want to tell these jokes. And like many other comedians, he's probably not caring so much whether he offends somebody or not. But... You know, if you're offending a whole community of people, you know, are you are you obligated to come out and say something? Um, do you feel like you need to reach out to that community to make amends if they feel like you've offended them in some way? And so, um, with Netflix, I mean, they're they're raking in money by the millions and. You know, when you put Dave Chappelle on the platform, it's like, that's only going to help in your numbers. It's, it's only going to break in more viewers, more subscribers, and then that's more money in their pockets. So I think that the safe bet would be to just allow him to do his specials and say whatever he wants to say and to get off his chest. And he did just that with um, different specials that um, offer jokes about the trans community. Um, some folks, you know, may, may take it out of context because at the end of the day, it's material that is subjective. You know, so some people may think that it's very mild in its context and um, it's really not anything to be offended by and others who do feel greatly offended 
and um, they're vehemently opposed to him just coming up on stage and telling these jokes. And so now you have this whole trans community um, coming together and they basically want to boycott Netflix, saying that, listen, you know, you have a whole bunch of employees here who have been supporting your brand, your platform, you know, if you continue to allow him, if you allow to give him a platform and a voice to say whatever he wants about our community, then you jeopardize losing a lot of your employees who happen to be trans. And at the end of the day, Netflix sided with Dave Chappelle, which did not come as a surprise to me. But um, again, just comes back around to your First Amendment right. You know, are you allowed to say whatever you feel on your mind? And a lot of people would say, yeah, you know, that's what this country is all about. Others might say, well, yes, it's, it's your right to say what you want, but then you also have to be considerate of other people, and perhaps it would be best to put a filter on whatever it is that you want to say. As not- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. To offend people. Uh, and so I think that's just been a very huge thing that has come along with um, being a comedian as of yet. I'd say in the past year. Since Dave's um, last special, where he was dressing the um, trans community, and a, a very personal story about how he befriended a trans woman um, who ultimately committed suicide. But he had referred to her as being his friend and being a part of, quote unquote, his tribe, meaning the comedic tribe because she herself was a comedian. Um, and so that went on to say that he embraced her in spite of her lifestyle, in spite of what she chose to do, you know, how she decided to live her life. He was able to look past all those things and say, listen, you're a person at the end of the day. You and I have this commonality, which is that we both love comedy. And we both like to take to the stage and express that comedy. And um, when she took her life, I mean, he was basically conveying that he, he felt that pain himself for losing not only just not a fellow person, but a fellow comedian. And, um, and so I think that spoke volumes about where he stood in terms of the trans community that, you know, if you're taking these jokes too seriously, then maybe you want to reevaluate 
you know, how you process different jokes. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people were saying that was a very powerful comedy special. And then, you know, with, with Chris being assaulted on stage, and then Chappelle now getting back on stage some two weeks ago and him getting tackled down. So it seems like comedians being physically assaulted has become like this new norm. Unfortunately, as, as sad as it is to say, you know, it's become like the new norm. And where do you draw that line? You know, I mean, does this give people license to just act however they want to simply, bef simply because they take offense to whatever it is that they heard? And so, um, I think my whole take on the whole thing is you have a right to be offended by something and you have the right to speak out on it and to be very vocal about how you feel. You have the right to turn off the TV or mute the TV or just get up and walk out out of a room where comedians are flying in. I mean, there, there are so many different ways to show your opposition for what a comedian has said. Um, but should we be able to take it to the line of physically assaulting somebody? And so I think that's where I think we should draw that line and say, no, you know, that's, that should not be a part of the performance. Heckling, yes because many comedians have had to deal with heckling throughout all of their years. And no matter, no matter how many years have gone by, no matter how experienced they've become as comedians, they've still had to deal with a great amount of heckling. So they understand that this is what comes along with the job. But um, for people to be rushing the stage, you know, um, that, that's like a completely different thing that a lot of comedians have had to deal with as of late. And then you had What's-His-Face run off the stage at, a, uh, what, the Mass Singer for Giuliani? Oh, I don't think I heard about that one. Uh, who, who's the Asian, like, actor or comedian? Kind of short. Oh, uh, you're talking about... Um, Female? Uh, male. Comedian? Oh. I'm not Ten sure. something. Oh, is he like a comedic actor as well? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he was on uh, um, The Hangover. Like in Parks and Recs, I think. No, not him. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so uh, what happened with him? He was He's one of the judges on, on uh, Mass Singer. And uh, they didn't find out who the singer was until the very end. And it was Giuliani. He literally like stormed off the stage. He's like, I can't do this anymore, and he leaves. And so he's one of the judges, and he takes off and leaves. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't want to hear Giuliani sing. No, like it was all over, but like he just didn't want to deal with Giuliani because of uh, what he allegedly did. Oh, yeah. Well, um, well, I guess there's certain things where you know whether it be something personal or politically related, you know, sometimes it's difficult for people to kind of 
push those things to the side in order to focus on the main objective. But I mean, I guess if the performance is over with or the show, uh-huh. is the show over with altogether? Uh-huh. Or just his performance? Just his performance. And he took off. Well, I, I think so I think across party lines, anybody would probably have walked off after uh-huh. hearing Giuliani sing. Democrat, Republican, and Independent alike. But, um... But yeah, that, that's funny. I never heard about that one. But, um, yeah. And singing is something else that's objective. Very subjective. And you're going to like somebody singing or you're not. You know? And the thing about it being subjective is that you actually have the right to walk off if you don't like the way how somebody's performing. And sometimes, like you said, it has nothing to do with the performance itself, but just the fact that you don't agree with somebody's politics personally, or maybe there's some allegations that have been made against them. And sometimes people allow that to get in the way of them doing their job. But I mean, it's it's an entertainment show, basically. Uh, you know, so it's I, it's something I take lightly, I guess. You know, but I mean, if you want to storm off the stage, well, that's your right. You're probably going to get more ratings that way uh, as well. And uh, what else is going on? trying to think of what else is going on in pop culture right now. Well, Johnny Depp and uh, his ex-wife, Amber Heard, you know, I don't know how how long you've been following that, yeah. you know, that story and yeah. um, the court hearings. Like, um, I, w- I really wasn't familiar with their history before um, the hearings, but since they began, I've been very much enthralled with the whole court procedure and then getting on the stand and and pretty much airing out each other's business or making allegations against one another. And Deb was laughing half the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, and... Do you smoke cocaine? Yes. Well, I mean, if... If you come out and admit that, then I mean, I guess that shuts down that argument altogether. It'd be one thing if he was openly denying it, but I mean, if you come out and admit that, yes, I was doing hard drugs, you know, I think at that point people are going to give you a pass simply because you just came out and you were honest about the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people... I've been asking whether he actually made her the celebrity that she has become, you know, or, or has she been able to do that in her own right? And I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I know that he has been a very well-established actor for, what, over 
30 years, maybe 35 years, you know, and it seems like over the years he's only gained more prominence as an actor, and he's just taken on such big roles, um, blockbuster after blockbuster. So you're talking about a guy who's already loaded with money. Like when he meets this woman, he's already loaded with money. Uh, where she was in her career at that point, I don't know. She could have been doing pretty well for herself. I think she was actually in a number of films when she met him. Um, so she probably was well established as an actress. But um, just hearing all the back and forth um, during the trial, and then you have different family and friends coming forth and saying what they witnessed or what they heard. Um, you know, were they were they present to witness certain things occur? You know, um, and you never know who's telling the truth and who's not. And I get that Johnny has just so many supporters behind him. <laughs> You know, like, you can do no wrong. And, um, and I mean, it just kind of works to his benefit. Like, his celebrity status does work to his benefit in a way that people are going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what, you're a great guy. Um, I've watched your movies. Gone to the theater and watched you. You know, you've watched you in our homes. You know, so it's kind of like this personal connection that his fans have with him, where they'll look at him and say, "There's no way he could have done all these things." So we're gonna stand behind him 110 percent, and um, I get that. I get that. Now, I, I doubt that she has same number of fans as he does you know uh, her fan base is just very minuscule in comparison to his I, mean, I don't even know what she's on outside of what was an Aquaman yeah I'm not quite sure myself it's not to say that she hasn't been in a ton of yeah. roles but I mean Aquaman and I haven't even seen that film but yeah I mean, she clearly is um, one of the main stars with Jason Momoa. Yeah. So, has she ever been the leading actress in anything else? I don't know. Maybe. But um, at least with this role, she's really established herself as, um, I don't know if you want to say a top A-list actress. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we just got to see how this whole thing plays out in court. And I have my eyes glued to the TV screen, and I usually don't follow celebrity news or, you know, trying to get involved in what, um, what other issues or tribulations that different celebrities are dealing with, significant others. But, um... For whatever reason, this one has me enthralled so much so to the point where I want to find out what the end result is going to be. Um, 
Is she going to have to cough up the money for this defamation suit? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but again, that's just for the the jury to ultimately decide. But um, yeah, we'll see how that one turns out. Johnny will be back. Yeah, I have no. Kevin Spacey's that. coming back to do a movie. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay, because so if he can come back, yeah. Because House of Cards was pretty much he was the face of House of Cards, right? Yeah. So. Would probably be, I guess it would be safe to say that the show would not be anywhere near what it was without Kevin Spacey, right? Yeah. And, um, but hey, if he's coming back, I I guess that um, he's been forgiven. (laughs) And um, these are allegations that he actually confessed to. so, I mean, if you decide to err on the side of truth as opposed to just building up lies, then perhaps that could be enough for the media to forgive you, for your average fan to forgive you. Um, but as for Johnny, you know, I don't think that this would hurt his career in the least. You know, I think he's going to continue to be successful in whatever he does um, he's just a mega star he just keeps coming out with those blockbuster hits and you know the same thing with Will Smith just right. blockbuster after blockbuster and he's um, the fresh prince to everybody oh yeah I mean everybody knows the theme song and um, it's just kind of like a, a cult classic come on Andy. and it's two rich people hating each other smacking each other yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd figure that Will Smith would have so much to lose. In terms of his relationship with the Academy, clearly it hasn't really affected his status. I mean, if you're, if you're being suspended just for 10 years, I mean, you can still win awards, but yeah. you're just not allowed to be on the premises. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much just a slap on the wrist. Um, so, yeah, I think he got away pretty easily from that one. Yeah. Um, now, whether the Academy itself could press charges, being that the assault occurred on their premises, I don't know. You know, um, that's something that um, a lawyer would have to. Uh, speak on but um, you know again you know Will Smith an A-list celebrity blockbuster after blockbuster Um, will this hurt his acting career I don't know probably not probably not you don't think so no because yeah it's two rich guys just ripping each other yeah yeah Um, but yeah I, I don't think that Chris's reputation is going to be hurt in the least bit because of that incident. Um, and again, like I was saying earlier, you know, his ticket sales have just skyrocketed after that event. So it it actually shows that controversy sells, you know. Um, and I think it's part of how Chris Rock responded. It was kind of funny in the moment. Oh, yeah. I mean... 
I mean, he was nothing but just a classy gentleman. I, mean, just I got to, smacked. Yeah, yeah, you know, and just to stand there and to continue on with the program, you know, as if nothing ever happened. And he went up there, he had to introduce, um, I think it was the winner for whatever nominating category it was. And I mean, he just held down the show and did his thing as if nothing ever happened. So uh, I think he handled himself pretty, pretty well, you know, as well as you could ask anybody to handle themselves. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, after going through a controversy like that, I mean, he's just been nothing but an, an upstanding guy. He's shown himself to be that. And um, yeah, I mean, his career um, won't be affected in a negative way. It can only go up in positive from that, from that point. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.